Before the Rings of Power, there were the Silmarils. Before Sauron, there was his master Morgoth. Before Aragorn and Arwen, there was Beren and Luthien. Join us as we explore Tolkien and all the ages of Middle-earth with your hosts from TheOneRing.com, Jonathan Watson and Michael Grumbine. You know, this is being our second episode going through uh, every film change in The Lord of the Rings. I'm a little surprised at how many people are annoyed that we're doing this. Hey, everybody. How's, how's that for an intro? Don't yeah, no, people... Yeah, no, I've gotten like on Twitter, we've gotten some comments. They're like, what, you just hate the movies? I'm like, gosh, guys, this isn't a zero sum game. We're not like saying like, because there's a change, the movies completely suck. We're saying there's a change. Was it good or bad? Yeah. That's it. Anyway, anyway. I thought... Well, maybe maybe this is part of part of the hate that you get is to give Nick Groom his due. <laughs> um, yeah, how's that for an That's intro? Right. To give Nick Groom his due, uh, a recent interviewee from the last couple months, um, we there is a sense in which the movies have become part of the social milieu of the entertainment world and people's lives because, frankly, Amer in America and Western culture in general, but actually across the world now, Western culture aside, um, it, we're becoming an entertainment culture. And so when you have a successful movie with as many, um, and it was ultimately very successful in a lot of ways, um, then there, people take it to heart. And so here we are 20 years, 22, 24 years later, well, 23, and uh, since the start, and and people uh, people take it seriously. And and so, um, so we're offending a lot of people, which makes us perfect for the modern age in, in, in the internet. It's Do awesome. what you're good at in life. Man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's funny. No, I, I just I just always respond with a smile and say, you know, whatever, yep. whatever. We're just yeah, it's just not it's fine, guys. You can think what you want to think, but we're just gonna yeah. say what we turns think. out the purists didn't go away. Sorry. We're gonna do it with a smile though. We're not angry. Yeah, and actually I'm not angry. And then there are and there are a lot of things that I think they did well um for mm -hmm. a movie. Um and, a lot. Uh, well, you know, based on our rating scale, we will find out what a lot really means in about uh, a year's time. That's fair. <laughs> so uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Wow, what an intro. Um, yeah, we're on to parts four, five, and six in this podcast of the extended, uh, extended, of every film change in The Lord of the Rings. Today, we're going to be going over, uh, these are our, our non-published titles yet, so I'm not sure if they're going to stick, but Gandalf, the befuddled, Sam, the best bud and Mary and Pippin, the pranksters. So uh, we're going to go over the characters. And, and again, these are general changes. Like they, these are changes that you see throughout the entire story. So why are we doing like Sam now as a general change throughout the entire story? Well, that's because he's throughout the entire story. We're not going to do Faramir until the two towers, but uh, yeah, so we're not going to do that him until then, because he's not right at the start. He's not, he's not a through a character through the whole storyline. So that's why we're doing these general changes from the characters that we start with. So we'll do this here. I mean, I guess we could do Elrond too if we really wanted to. Um, so maybe we'll add him here too. Um, well, want, anyway, is a, want is a strong word in that case. But <laughs> there, so, but just to, to address our haters for a second, um, first of all, thank you for watching haters. Second of all, <laughs> if you, 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 I think it's important for people to understand we are not approaching this. 
um, from the perspective of here's a, an excuse for us to hate on the movies. We think it's important that That's people right. see the differences between the books. And there might be quite a few people who watch these videos who have never actually read the books fully through and they not, may not 100%. be aware of some of the changes. So they can like them, they can dislike them, they can do whatever they want, but we're just here to tell you these are the changes and here's our opinion of them. Right, and that's why my thumbnail on YouTube for the uh, Lord of the Adaptations episode, number one, the whole point that they make changes because it's an adaptation, so of course they're gonna make a ton of changes. My thumbnail is the books do not equal the movies. And a couple of people got all riled up about that. I'm like, well, did you did you read the books? Like, are you upset that the books are not the movies? Like, they're they're different, but don't like get mad at me for them not being the same. Mm. Anyway, anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, we are going to have an extended podcast. We're going to talk more in detail about these changes and 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 how we would have approached it and deal with uh, a couple of questions uh, from our fans. Our fans. That sounds so weird. From the folks who join us from our community on Discord, um, which you can get by going to thewondering.com slash member, become a member and join us there uh, on discord where you can ask these questions that we will address in our extended podcast, which is usually about 20 minutes longer than the regular one. So just think about that for four, for $4 a month, you get a whole 80 additional minutes. Like that's, that's like almost a whole movie's worth. And what does the movie cost you? $15. So here's your move for $4. You get like a movie for 15. How's that for equivocating? That's great. And just clear, I don't have any fans. There are no fans. But no fans there, are, like there are people that, that like to watch Aww. what mm. stupid things I say. So here we yeah. go. I like to watch the stupid things you say, Michael. It's a lot of fun. Thank That's you. actually the reason I'm here. Excellent. I knew there was a reason. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're just going to jump right into it. Um, and we're going, to, we're going to take a look at what we like to call Gandalf the Befuddled. Just tea. Thank you. I must see the head of my order. He is both wise and powerful. Trust me, Frodo. You'll know what to do. So the ring of power has been found. Under my very nose. And yet you did not have the wit to see it. It is a burden he should never have had to bear. We can ask no more of Frodo. Gandalf. The ring cannot stay here. Let the ring bearer decide. All right, so uh, you're, you're probably wondering what what is the point of all these different dots of Gandalf and the things he says here in the first part of Fellowship of the Ring. Um, these are all places that differ pretty specifically from the books in how Gandalf approaches things. Gandalf in the books has, and and feel free to jump in, Michael, if you want to if you want to add, add some detail to this. But Gandalf in the books has much more of a direction, right? He doesn't go to Saruman because he's he's unaware of what's going on. Uh, he goes to Saruman and uh, he, because he's summoned there, not because I got to figure this out. Um, he is the one that tells Elrond at the Council of Elrond that, uh, let me get that quote, it's not our part here to take thought only for a season or for a few lives men or for passing the world, meaning we got to do this right now. And he doesn't say, can't, he doesn't say Frodo can't do it. Uh, and when, he's, when, when they're in the Misty Mountains, He's the one that says we got to go through Moria. He doesn't leave it up to the ring bearer. So he's much more decisive. He doesn't, he knows what he, he's led to know what's, he's a leader because he leads. Um, and I think that that makes his death in, um, in Moria far more poignant in the films or in the movies. I'm oh, sorry. 
in the books, uh, not the movies, because he is a leader. He is a much clearer leader. And it starts, I mean, I hate to say it, you know, it, it kind of starts right here in the beginning. Just tea, thank you. Right with with that, and that's I, when I first saw that I was like, oh, that's that's Gandalf, right? He's so he's so kind of out of it that he bonks his head. He's unaware. I get it. You kind of have to set the set the tone for the film a little bit and set the the um, environment for as a Hobbit hole that's smaller. Um, but he comes across as far less decisive, uh, far more yeah, as a as a befuddled. I guess is a good word. Dullard, doltish. So that's um, that's that's where I think a big right. character change to the whole thing. And especially telling is that quote where he says, where he's sort of saying, don't worry, I'm going to go talk to Saruman. He'll know what to do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Actually, in the books, he goes away to figure out what to do himself and and comes back many years later. And so there's a there there's a reality there that, and, and specifically the Council of Elrond, um, it, which was left entirely out of the uh, movies, um, Gandalf actually references the fact that basically they leaned on Saruman because of his ring lore. And that, and that was it. Like hmm. Saruman was like a subject matter expert on the rings, but Gandalf wasn't wasn't um, uh, relying on Saruman's wisdom um, with regard to taking actions of what to do and all this other stuff. There's this is this is a changing character. It I, I see it as a as a desire to show a contrast. Saruman is like the piercing intellectual who has been corrupted, and Gandalf is the simple you know, sort of Hobbit-loving wizard who's That's kind a of, a, of bum, a bumbling sort of well-meaning. In the books, it's different. In the books, um, Gandalf is the voice of providence. He's actually the one that's always in a, in a Rivendell, for example, as you pointed out, completely contradicts the Gandalf character, where Gandalf is the one saying that we need to rely on providence, and basically providence has chosen Frodo. Uh, I mean, I'm, yeah. Paraphr yeah. I'm paraphrasing from a, a number of quotes there. So the difference in character is marked it is a distinction I feel was made in order to show a contrast between the two wizards because basically you got a couple of old wizard figures and you you're, they try everything from the visuals to the staff to the attitude to, to give us a contrast. I feel like this is a very movie movie maneuver, but you it lessens Gandalf in that in, by doing so. So do we think that uh, like for me, Gandalf the White is not as different in the books as he is in the films? Uh... Yeah, Gandalf the White is not. They they make. A, a real change, but in the movies, I'm uh, sorry, in the books, Gandalf the Gray is uh, Gandalf the White has more power, and he, but but he's still Gandalf, and he still has mm -hmm. the same character. In fact, he even has Gandalf's temper and jokes and all this other stuff. Right, right. Um, um, so, so there, there really is is a there's a difference in clarity of purpose and power, but not really in in terms of intellect. I, I just, you know, I just see. Um, I, I see the movie as 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 deliberately making a contrast here between the two wizards. So that's my that's my view. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll, we could talk about this for a while, but let's let's go to our to our famous three questions. Now that we have one episode out, famous mm. here. So the first question we always ask when we go through each each one of these change changes is: Is it lore friendly? Does this match up with what Tolkien intended? For his world to look like, um, Michael, I'm going to go to you first on this one. No, that's a no. It's a big no. Negative, Batman. Not lore friendly. Um, Gandalf is is not befuddled in the books. Um, he it doesn't mean he's perfect. He makes mistakes, but he's not befuddled. Yeah, agreed. 
uh, this one's kind of obvious. There's, there's really the interpretation. It's not so much as an interpretation as a change. They right. decided to change his character and to make him more grant, more Joe Biden and less Donald Trump. Is that too much? <laughs> might be a little too much politically. And I want to point out, as, as our viewers can see, we're keeping a running counter of how many times the changes are lore friendly. And just so our viewers understand, this shouldn't be taken out of context. We are going through all of the changes between the movie and the book, not all of the ways that the movie portrays things in the book, just all the changes. So, yeah. of course, our numbers by the end of this series or even through the middle of the series, they're going to be low because by necessity when you ch you're changing from the books you're you're a lot of the time you're going to be lower unfriendly because you're by definition sort of yeah. departing from the books so yeah. the percentages the, the the percentages the, will be lower the percentages will be lower they wouldn't be as low as if you're going through the rings of power though so just take that uh, to heart right <laughs> right i don't even think we could we could enumerate the number of changes from rings of power to to the the books it's no. it's so ridiculous that the, it, the number would be beyond our count. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next question is, is the change necessary for cinema? Now, this is interesting. You could have a lot to talk about here. Um, I will go first with this one. I, is it necessary? Uh, no, it's not necessary. Uh, I can see why other people might think it is necessary because Gandalf would come off as, oh, I don't know, too strong or too decisive. And Saruman is is just playing secondhand and he's not enough of a villain. Um, and I and I seem to remember Peter Jackson saying that they needed a villain like uh, for the first for the first two movies. They needed something to fight against. They needed more than just the big eye. Uh, and if they didn't make Saruman more the aggressor, which which they mm. did against Gandalf and Orthanc, which they did on Karathras, uh, which they did in um, in uh, Rohan, right? It was was far more uh, tactile of a... Far, uh, his hand was stirring into more pots than he ever was in the books. And so um, that, 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 that part of the change, I think, goes hand in hand with the change to Gandalf making him more. Disturbing. See, that's a really good distinction. And I think if we get to the point where we're um, reviewing the changes in Sauron and his prominence in the movies uh, versus the books, I might have a different answer. It mm. might, it might actually make it necessary for cinema to, to make a big bad in that, in that case, in this case though, you don't need to make Gandalf befuddled in order to, in order to um, put it on screen. Yeah, um, uh, so, so it was a change that they thought was a, appropriate or improved the cinema but that's not necessary our, our question is very specific is it necessary no wow you know that, that's my first no um, i'm proud that i went three whole three whole three whole uh episodes without it without what? saying no that's my first no to like isn't change necessary for cinema my other three were yeses already look at this three out of three yes okay i move on yeah. uh next <laughs> next question how much do you like the change now, this is interesting to me because I really like the way Ian McKellen portrayed Gandalf. I really do. I think he's warm, he's friendly. Um, and I think the change actually endears him a little bit more. Like that, he him hitting his head there is a very endearing thing in a hobbit hole, right? It, uh, it, it grounds him in the world that we live in in a way, right? He's not, he, he's not um, so aware of everything that he doesn't have to think, right? Things happen to him. Um, so how much do I like the change as a, after watching it? Like, I think he's probably, in my opinion, my favorite character in the films. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a four. 
I'm going to give it a four. Uh, I think it's a good change. I think, I think it worked well for the films, even though it wasn't necessary. Right. Um, I agree. I thought we were going to differ on this, but I'm going to go four as well. What? It, because it is very weird because I liked the change. And as you put it, I'll simply say this. It comes down to Ian McKellen. If, mm -hmm. if this had been done by somebody else, I could see it not working. Ian McKellen has this sort of air of the wizard who's forgot more than he remembers. And, and um, there's a, there's a real, um, there's a real endearing quality to that. So that's, I agree with you. It is, it is a four. I was, I was hovering between three and four, but you don't allow me to do 3.5. So um, <laughs> uh, I, I was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we? Okay. This is now the question. Since this is early in our whole endeavor, we could, we could start doing three. We could start doing that. Should we do decimals? All right. Let's do decimals, Michael. I'm going to make 3. an executive 3.5 right here. All mm -hmm. right. All right, so it's a scale of like one to a hundred, or one to yep. ten to a hundred now. And the reason I don't, I wouldn't want to be to be four. It's exactly. not going to work. My fonts are way too big your, on here. Your man. fonts are too large. Three point um, five. Um, you'll you'll have to we'll have to fix this in post. But uh, the three point five. I, I think I, <laughs> thirty four. I like yeah, it. Thirty five out of five. <laughs> I can't do it. I wasn't ready for this. Everybody, this is what happens when you fly by the screen. I'm sorry, I screwed you over. Five. Sorry about that. Um, but but and the reason I'll I'll say is uh, three point five is I like what Ian McKellen did. I miss the Gandalf who's the voice of Providence though, and he's not he's not in the movies, and so I think. I think there's a there's something it's barely you know very endearing but there's still something missing from Gandalf. Yeah. So you'll you'll have to you'll have to change the the. Uh, I can't I can't do it, man. Everybody, this is this can't is do hard. font size. Then three. Oh, there you go. Bam. Oh, okay. <laughs> Magic. I know how to use computers. Everybody, this is. For those of you listening on the podcast, you're like, what are they doing? What the <laughs> is going on? Well, okay. All right. So three point five four. It is not necessary for cinema. And it is not Lord friendly. So, uh, but see, look at that. Like we, we, we were negative on the first two, but relatively positive on the changes. Like we were, we were so far. We were, Keep we going. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We will, we will move on into the next one, which is Sam, the best bud. Don't worry, Sam. Rosie knows an idiot when she sees one. Does she? Oh, it's just kind of the grass under the window there. If you follow me. A little late for trimming the verge, don't you think? If I take one more step, it'll be the farthest away from home I've ever been. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So why 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 are we calling this Sam the best bud? Well, if you've read The Lord of the Rings, uh, what you'll find is as the story starts, Sam is not referred to as Frodo's friend. In fact, Merry and Pippin, I did a little research, and Merry and Pippin. Uh, in the first few chapters are called both Frodo's special friends and Frodo's best friends. Uh, and one of the only references to Sam as a friend was in the end of Return of the King when call Frodo calls Sam friend of friends. But that's only after they've been through everything. This is on the this is in um, Mordor. Um, and so what we have instead is this Sam who becomes Frodo's buddy, the guy who he just hangs out with, which is completely different than what Tolkien wrote. Sam is frodo's gardener and in the film is that even made clear when i rewatched it i was like wait they never even said did they even say he's he's the gardener right he's he and so that's why he calls he calls frodo master all the time and when we when frodo goes frodo and mary and pippin are out on their uh, uh hike to rivendell so to speak 
Sam's kind of the one who gets the food cooked and, and gets the water and things like that. Um, and so what Peter Jackson did is, is you know, for better or worse, he, he turned Sam from uh, a master-servant kind of relationship into a best buds kind of relationship. They're the guys who, who grew up together and they hung out together and now they're going to go on an adventure together. Uh, and so that, that's really where this change come from, comes from. Yeah, the, the question then becomes, is this something people could swallow now as using um, Master? I mean, does he say Master Frodo in the movies? I think so. A couple times. Yeah. Does he say, you know, he says Mr. Frodo a lot. Um, but I, uh, I think he does refer to him as Master in Mordor at least once or twice. So, okay. or Kirithungal or once. Anyway, um, yeah. I didn't count. I didn't do the official count, but it does do it, but very, very little. Um it's it's not emphasized. It's, agree, uh, agree there's, and and to my mind, it's re- this is really a change in emphasis there. So, here's what I where I think this change is being overdone by those who are pointing it out as a change. Sam is Frodo's friend. Frodo, Sam is also Frodo's servant. This is not an abnormal thing in British society. Mm-hmm. Um, as exhibit A, I offer for those who have read it, hopefully, or those who have seen it, at least, um, the Jeeves and Wooster series by P.G. Wodehouse. This is a, a an example of how master and servant, in fact, in the Jeeves and Wooster, this is by, by Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie in the, um, in the, in the cinematic versions, hmm. the tele- television versions, um, the, the butler, Jeeves, is, is in fact even the He's the the smarter of the two. He's the one who's who who wears the pants in the relationship, so to speak. And I'm not talking about anything sexual. I'm just talking <laughs> about um, the he's the one that drives the bus when it comes yeah. to the the plot and getting and fixing things and everything else. So from the British perspective, the master servant relationship is nothing like master servant in America. So the I see this as as a bow via Hollywood to American sensitivity. Yeah. I see this as like we can't call it we can't use the word ma- master itself as a bad word like apparently no. now. Um, can't have master bedrooms. So, so you not even any master bedrooms anymore apparently. Um whereas this is just it, it is a does not compute to the British. It and and I agree with you, Mary and Pippin are Frodo's peers and they are his friends from a peerage perspective. Sam is of a lower class. Um, yeah. In the sense, in the in the sense that he's he's further now the whole gardener thing, I think that's been overdone. Um, Sam references specifically he was cutting the grass, and then and Gandalf makes a comment about trimming the verge. That's clear. Like that's the only reason he would be doing that is if he's the gardener. So that's it's clear he's the gardener. But right. they don't emphasize mm-hmm. it, and they don't emphasize right. the servant relationship. Although they show it sometimes, like Sam's carrying the stuff all the time, and mm-hmm. um, you know, so he's he's doing the manual labor, and then and then in the you know in in the second movie he does do the cooking, um, you know, outside in Minnesota. I mean, in, so in Ithilien, rather Minasephal, not Minasephal, um, Ithilien. So, so there's a um, there. I, I just think this is an emphasis change. They change the emphasis and they emphasize their friendship. They are indeed friends. There is no doubt about that. Um, and and there is no contradiction in that either, according to the the um, exemplar that Tolkien is referencing when he's talking about the master servant relationship. Agreed. All right. So let's jump into the questions then. Is it lore friendly? Um, I'll go first on this one. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think it's. I think it's actually fine. I think it's. Um, I think they're friends. They're not best buds, though. They're not uh, the relationship that Mary and Pippin have with Frodo. 
is 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 more of an acute friendship in the books than it is in the films. Uh, certainly, with how they're portrayed in the films, it would be completely different because they're nowhere near as mature as Frodo. Uh, but I think I think yeah, I think having him as a friend is is lore friendly, and it's close enough that I'm not I'm not negative about this one. So I'm still I'm with you as well. Not much change here between us. Sorry, sorry to disappoint, but but it is for the exact reasons you said. It is lore friendly. It's just a matter of emphasis rather than change in my mind. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, so let's get on to the next question, which is, is the change necessary for cinema? You go first, Michael. We'll keep trading off. Uh, the the change is is oh, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Is it necessary for cinema? Technically, no, but it's necessary. It, so, but with the international audience, it might be necessary. Let's assume that's part of cinema. Okay. So, with the international audience, um, is it necessary? Is the emphasis <laughs> this necessary? This is hard. I know. This is a hard one, too. Um, to do what they're trying to do and show the friendship between the two, um, I think the master-servant emphasis would have detracted from the friendship if you had emphasized that. And so I I will say, yes, it is necessary for cinema. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm halfway between both of them. I could say either yes or no. So I'm, I'm going to go with no, and here's why. It's necessary for cinema because also because of how they changed Mary and Pippin, I think. Um, if they had made them less of what we'll get into the next episode, which is the pranksters, then I don't think you'd have to make Sam as much of a best bud, close friend. Now you could show the relationship develop as the books does, as they go on the journey together uh, to destroy the ring. But I, I don't think that this idea that um, they're the guys, you know, they're the guys that grew up together, that hang out and have beers together, uh, that um, smoke together, right? That's, I don't. I don't think that that was uh, the way to necessarily begin uh, the relationship between the two of them. Yeah, and I agree with you with the clips part, but I would say that the emphasis, like their relationship across the movies, is not represented by those minor clips. Um, that's those are the that's the intro, um, which I agree those are not necessary for cinema. But I do I do think they're going to lose. They're, they're, it's going to they're going to confuse a large amount of the international audience. Um, by emphasizing the master-servant relationship. I think it's a very British thing that is not really very um, applicable across any culture outside of Britain. Yeah. yeah. So, Like I, I said, I could, I could go either way, either way, but I think there's an argument to be made that it's not completely necessary for cinema either. And now our numbers are back to being the same again. <laughs> Dang it. Shoot. <laughs> uh, I, just I just can't be the one. All right, so how much do you like the change? Uh, you go first this time, Michael. Emphasis wise, I like um, the emphasizing friendship. Four point right. five. Four point five. Wow. Yep. I think it's a. I think it's strong because I think the whole point is to emphasize friendship um, between the two and to build that into something which makes the sacrifices at the in in Mordor and at the edge of Mordor believable. Um, now there are a bunch of changes they made to the end of Mordor Kirith Uncle that I hate, but this this emphasizing of the friendship um is is a strong one i like it huh 4.5 i'm not going to be that high um and this is just you're, my you're not supposed purest... to be comparing to me you're supposed to just be i know no i'm not comparing to you i'm i'm i just know I, like that's that's my my starting point i know i'm not going to be that high i'm trying to figure out okay 
Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 3.5. I'm just, my, my pure side comes out and says like, I would like to see what Tolkien wrote rather than. um, So you're more than neutral then you like it more than. than... Well, I think, well, it was acted so well. And I think, and I think it does help the relationship uh, from the start uh, develop into the close bond that they had that spawned so much um, fiction from fans that shouldn't have been spawned. However, sure. w- <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like, here's the thing is I, I, this isn't one of those changes where, where I, 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 I looked at it and went like, Ew. like, uh, like, like Elrond, uh, even like Marion Pippin. I think um, that that's not a change that, that I'm going and, to. And uh, I'll, and I'll t- my, tell you the origin of the 4.5 has largely to do with the fact that I didn't even see this as a change until it was pointed out. And for me, because I do notice wow. changes, because I do notice changes, I only I was it was pointed out, and then I realized no, they're right. It, it isn't a change in emphasis, um, and so I didn't notice. But I did. I caught some of the references to Sam being a servant. Like it's yeah. not like they don't mention that at all. Like that, no. as if he and Frodo are equally bearing all burdens. No, I'm, I'm aside from the ring. Um, they're it's it's they don't do that they they do keep him in this sort of subservient role in that re- in relationship mm-hmm. so i just didn't even notice the emphasis until it was pointed out and the fact that i didn't notice it means that i must have it must have i must have liked it a mm-hmm. decent amount so anyway there we go or maybe There's... you just watched it was it was too late at night and you had a long day at work and you forgot to actually notice <laughs> it maybe that was the other thing. maybe i'm not a purist enough that's right all right there you have it what do you guys think put your comments below about like is this this is one of the first changes that i think um is like this and this and the gandalf one right like i'm sure you guys have opinions and um, a lot of you are going to disagree as we discussed uh far earlier if you listen to the whole podcast so we love it uh yeah and if you agree <laughs> and if you do have changes don't forget, you can submit them at theonering.com slash changes, uh, and we will add them to our list. We have in the last week, I've gotten like, or no, in the last two days, I think I've gotten 30 more. And so we've got to start triaging these things. Mike and I will go over them. Some of them are really small, and we're not, we're not going to, like I said, they, we have to have five minutes to talk about them, guys. Um, but uh, when, when we have only like, um, you know, the he wasn't trimming the verge, he was cutting the grass. Like, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into those sorts of uh, uh, idiosyncrasies between the two films. So, or between the, the books and the films. Big one, big one. Oh, no. huh? Supposed to stick it in the ground. It is in the ground. Outside. This was your idea. Marianne Brandymuck and Peregrine Took. I might have known. Mary, it's Frodo Baggins. Hello, Frodo. You've been in the former maggot's crop. Oi, we're coming too. Anyway, you need people of intelligence on this sort of mission, quest, thing. This is the biggest change that I noticed at first uh, when I saw the films, is that Mary and Pippin are very different characters now. And let's, let's not forget that in the books, one of the things we'll go over is everybody's a lot younger right now uh, in the films. In the books, what, Frodo's almost 50, right? Or is he over 50? No, he's 50. he's 50. He's exactly 50, he's 17 not, years okay. after he turns 33. 33, that's right. So uh, so Merry and Pippin are his peers, are his, as we mentioned in the last episode, are his uh, best friends and special... 
but they're not these kinds of pranksters that will, you know, steal a, uh, set off uh, one of Gandalf's fireworks or listen in on the, the fellowship as they're, as it's being created or uh, steal the crops from Farmer Magnet. In fact, Mary is the respectable one who in the books takes care of Frodo's house at Crick Hollow. This guy right there is so goofy. Um, and he organizes Frodo's move. And he's the one that figures out that, that like Frodo's been hiding the ring, right? There's, there, there's a depth to Mary that is not this sort of surface level teenage prankster type of uh, character that they have. And Pippin, um, he's the youngest of the hobbits. And so he's kind of, he's the guy who uh, he tends to, he, in the book, I, maybe the best way to put it is he has a tendency to, to sometimes think first be, or speak first before he thinks. And so he'll say about like, he's hungry without realizing like, it's not appropriate to say he's hungry or like, I'm so tired right now. What are we doing? But that sort of stuff. Um, whereas uh, in, in the films, right, he's especially sort of this, this goofy, right? He's the guy who knocks the, the skeleton into the well in Moria. They're very, very different. Right? These characters are the first true characters in the films that are very different from the way who they are in the books. How, what was your first take on them when the first time you saw them in the films? Michael? Okay, uh, we will then disagree on Pippin. Um, Pippin is not different, as my claim from the books. Huh. Not very different. He is somewhat different. So they emphasize his silliness. But Pippin is making jokes and is the butt of jokes in the books quite frequently. So he does indeed knock down, like the fool of a took line is from the books. Oh, um, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I, but what I'm saying is like he. So we're we're invited to laugh at him or at least roll our eyes at him. There in the, I have a couple quotes from the books. Um, in in Crick Hollow, um, Pippin, and when they announced to Frodo that they're coming with him, um, and therefore we must too. Mary and I are coming with you. Sam is an excellent fellow and would jump down a dragon's throat to save you if he did not trip over his own feet. But you will need more than one companion in your dangerous adventure. So he's he's doing that hobbitish. Um, um, he's the he's the he, he's making a, a joke at Sam's expense. But he's a being a jokester in this in this regard. When when he's all riding to Minas Tirith um, on the back of Shadowfax with Gandalf, mercy cried Gandalf. If the giving of knowledge is be the cure of your inquisitiveness, I shall spend all the rest of my days in answering you. What more should you like to know? The names of all the stars and of all the living things and the whole history of Middle Earth and overheave and of the sundering seas. Yeah, laughs, okay, laughed Pippin. Of course, what less? So, what I'm pointing out is that Tolkien actually uses him as comedy, as comedic, but not slapstick comedy, not the way it does in the film. So, I agree with there. So, this scene right look, here. Look at this. Look at yes. This that's is what I mean. This is yeah. not. But okay. but but when you look through the book, so it, throughout the movie, they do emphasize Pippin's um, laugh at him and laugh with him more than they do in the books. But um, there there were jokes that Pippin makes in the books and that where you're supposed to laugh at him that didn't make it to the movie. So all I'm pointing out is, in my opinion, this is this is a change to Mary's character more than it is to Pippin's. So with regard to Mary. It's this is a me, a vast change. Mary yeah. is not is not like this at all in the books. In the in, in with regard to Pippin, it's just an emphasis of what Tolkien also does so in the books. Here's the way that I would I would I would put it with uh, how the movie portrays Pippin, and um, I'll leave it at this: is that he has a lower IQ than the other hobbits. He's yes. not on the same, and that's not what comes across in the books. He might be the he's kind of the funny guy who gets the butt end of the jokes, but he also like ribs him a little bit too. But he's not. He's not the dumb guy, and in the in the movies, right? He's the one that gets hit hit in the head with an apple and kind of looks funny up, right? That, even those little things, it makes a big change to how 
we we perceive Pippin, or yeah, we perceive Pippin in the films. So, um, yep, comedic yeah. slapstick is definitely that the that's the that's the point. And and I agree with you. Pippin is is be, being portrayed, especially with the comment about you know people of intelligence. And then Mary says, "Well, that leaves out you, Pippin." <laughs> exactly um, in, in the one, movies. Yeah. And so so that's that's clearly there in the movies. Um, so uh, so is it is it lore friendly? Well, I have a big uh, problem with this because with question six, the problem I have with the lore question is, is it lore friendly? Um, yes for Pippin ish. Yes ish. No for Mary. So I, I still think it's keeping to Tolkien using Pippin as comedic. Tolkien does use Pippin as comedy um, intro and exit. He's just not the bumbling fool, despite Gandalf's calling him a fool of a took. He's not he's sometimes foolish but he's not he's not the idiot um that that peter jackson makes him out to be um so 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 did you say yes or no i don't know i'm deciding you go first because i i i i have a yes for pippin and a no for mary yeah. so i don't i don't know what i'm saying no man mm-hmm. i'm sorry when you change the the especially since we're we're, we're joining mary and pippin together i mean i, I think it's I think it's a no. I mean, yeah, I think you're no. right. I got to go with no because ultimately it, it it would have to. The way our question is phrased, it would have to be both of them being lore friendly. I do actually think it's lore friendly for Pippin. It's just not very. It's it's only barely, um, and it's a comedic emphasis rather than rather than. Um, so when you ask the question, is it lore friendly? You have to understand. Here's the way I'm taking it. Maybe you're taking it differently. When I see the question, is it lore friendly? I'm not saying. It, the question in my mind is. Is it lore accurate? Lore specific? It's not verbatim. Is it? Does it match with what the the, the spirit question of what is? Tolkien wrote in is it in the spirit that Tolkien wrote these characters when it comes to character questions mm-hmm. like this one? And I so I do think it is in Pippin's spirit. It's just right. taken to a which, to a, a degree which which Tolkien would never have taken it to. Right. So, and the, and that spirit the 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 spirit of the lore is going to be different for each one of us. So I'm hoping that eventually these numbers will be different. I think they will be. Okay. No, they, they'll, they'll be different, but uh, so far, not not so much. Okay, and, is the change necessary for cinema? No, the change is not necessary for mm-hmm. cinema. Hmm. Hmm. Why? Do you think? Do you think it would make the movie better? I mean, if you were to leave Mary as the mature one. In, in, well, in, that's a different in, question. Meaning, so, if you took him, took if you took out their prankster nature, would it make the film? better maybe and maybe maybe we can we should actually change our question this is this is we can throw this to our audience to say as well um to to give us comment on this does the change make this make better cinema would be another a way of asking Mm. the question um Mm. because because the word necessary means that we're going to get a lot of no's which is fine um Mm -hmm. all right let's change it michael let's do it right now what how do we put that does the change make for better cinema does the change make the movie better mm-hmm. sure make right. you could just say make make better cinema man i don't want to have to edit this you think i'm you think i'm cutting this out i'm not <laughs> does the change make better cinema all right so now that's the question uh okay well that's Michael, a tougher one that's that's now so so we'll leave we're not going to go back and change the other ones but no i understand say, our count is our count is low enough we're only on question six does the change make better cinema to make to change mary's character no i still say no 
Um, I would like Mary as the more serious one. Um, he remember in the old forest in the book, he is takes the role of the guide. He's going to lead them through the old forest, and he's going to he and he doesn't do a good job, but he clearly tries to take the leadership role, and he's the older one. And I I like him having a different character than Pippin. I think that that's that's that keeps us from um, um, brushing all hobbits with the same wide brush. So anyway, so I say no, doesn't make better cinema. I'm trying to think if I would have liked the film better, if Mary would have been more serious or, or less. Um, and if, if Pippin would have been less of a low IQ hobbit or more of a high IQ hobbit, um, man, I don't want to be the same, but I'm, I'm going to have to say, Forget no. the forget the fact that we're doing the count, dude. Just just answer. We just got to answer. No, I know, no, but I mean, I'm, I, you know, I, I want to. I don't want to just knee jerk react and say no or yes or no. I want to. I want to actually think about it and and, mm-hmm. and talk it through because when Michael and I do this, we're we're not talking beforehand what we think about all this. In fact, I don't want to think nope. a ton about these items before we do it, even though I, I you know, I had a hand in, in setting all this up and everything. But thinking about it in depth each time makes me wonder, like, would I have liked the movies better or, 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 or not? Like, is, you know, some people I'm sure would go to Faramir and say, hey, Faramir is better because he was conflicted now. Well, I disagree, but I'm sure there's some people who believe that. With this one, yeah, I, I think I think if if they would have kept other characters more closer to the books, you could have kept Mary and Pippin more closer to who they were in the books, too. Um yeah, so that's I don't know. so I see it, and to put it a different way, I think Mary could have been shown as an out of depth hobbit, like he was in the book, without being the same comedic style as Pippin. Mm, that's you, a good way of you, putting it. You you could have shown him to be a hobbit growing and becoming the 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 Mary the Marriottic um, knight of Rohan that he becomes by the end right. of and, of the books. And in fact, you could have done that really early when. Uh, when in the books they all meet the elves right gildor and um and there is a when they speak to them very reverently and you could you could have made the point in the films like they're out of their depth here right this is these are people who um they don't normally deal with and they don't even know how to communicate with in a way right they don't know how to speak with them and uh it was yeah that that would have been much better but they had frodo and sam in the extended edition simply watch some elves uh walk away to the gray havens with their own hiking music going on mm. so <laughs> and, very, and very uh, serial hiking music so i think that's that's where we are with does the change matter make better cinema so the, the last question then becomes how much do you like the change how much do you like the change all right i'll go first 1.7 I'm really, I'm really leaning Wait, into Now we're going into tents. Oh, man. We're not even doing fun points. You opened the floodgates oh, with, the, with the points. We're, we don't have to. So why? This is like, this is like. How funny, how funny. So you really don't like the change there. Okay. I really don't like, I just, you know, I'm a very, when it comes down to it for these films, I'm totally okay being known as a purist who wants to see what yep, Tolkien wrote yep. because I still think it's better than what was put on film. Ultimately, altogether, I'd like to see what Tolkien wrote on film. Um, I'm not that harsh about this one. And the reason is because um, with so many characters, they're they're trying to make us do a cinematic thing where the two of them are easily identifiable as the comedic comic, comedic character. So I get it. Um, and, and so I dislike it, but not by much. So 2.6 is my rating. 2.6. All right. You're still a little more than halfway. Yeah, I think, and we can talk about this in the extended podcast, which 
you can get by going to thelearning.com slash member, become a member for $4 a month and get our extended podcast and join us on discord. But you, if you we'll talk about, like, I think there are ways you could have made the characters different without making them the pranksters. Um, and I think that would have been more in keeping with what Tolkien intended for the hobbits to be, uh, rather than these teenage, you know, high school jokesters that are, yep. um, causing havoc. Agreed. Dancing All right. on tables. All right. And so thus ends the sixth change, the end. Thus ends the sixth change, but we're not done because we've got to go into our extended podcast. Um, and you know, I, I know it's been a while guys, but, um, uh, if you like Tolkien, remember, remember that guys, remember the whole, that thing we used to do. If you like Tolkien, I actually don't have anything, but I just wanted to hear it to <laughs> let you know that we're going to do it again sometime. If you okay, like Tolkien, you'll like Jonathan better than Michael at this right. point in the we'll podcast. We'll have to do this. Do you see, if you're on, do you see that right there? Oh, wait, right, man. I can't, I'm all backwards here. Right there. That thing. Mm, Legos. That's, that's Legos. We'll have to show you that because if you like Tolkien, you would have probably liked those. Pretty Legos. dang cool. Um, uh, so anyway, we're going to jump into our extended podcast. We're going to talk about um, more thoughts about if, if s- since we disliked you know, Gandalf the Befuddled, Sam the Best Bud, or we didn't dislike, it was not lore friendly for some of these things. Like what would we have done if we could have kept them more lore friendly? Uh, and then we're going to talk about um, more in detail about why isn't it that maybe the master-servant relationship between Frodo and uh, Sam wouldn't be acceptable or wouldn't be understood, like you said, Michael. I think we can get into more detail about, on that. Um, and then uh, talking, yeah, like I know uh, Anaya in our uh, Discord, she mentioned she's, she, she hated how they changed Mary too. So we'll, we'll get into some of her comments on that too. So if you want to get that, go to thewarning.com slash member, become a member there. First month is free, $4 a month. We just had a new member join today. Um, and uh, we've got a, a few more this month already, and so we're 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 glad to have you on board. We're really excited that uh, the community is growing, and there are more people in there every month, and uh, we're happy to have you. So thank we you, everybody. We love everyone, but we have a special yeah. love for you, members. yes. And as yes. far as everyone else, goodbye, freeloaders. <laughs>